You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Hello and welcome. This is Caroline Kay from carolinekay.co, hostess of the Snippets of Genius podcast, business and success coach. If you're a client, show guest, weekly listener, or a friend of mine, welcome back. If you're new to the show, it's great to have you here. And I hope that this show is exactly the insight you've been needing to move the needle on your business idea. Today, we're going to talk about the anatomy of action. The reason I do a podcast is I get to dig into the things that matter to my clients. So naturally, the topic of taking action is something I knew I would get into eventually. One of my favorite parts of my job is helping my clients to stay motivated, focused, and to get out of their own way. You'll have heard the phrase, living on purpose. Let's unpack what that is first. So a quick search on Google and I can find that living on purpose means doing what truly matters to you in alignment with your values and beliefs. So my first question to you is, do you know what your values are? If you can't rattle off your top three values in under five seconds, I'm sorry to say that you don't know. And what's more, it means you're not living by them. Knowing your values helps you make fast decisions, allows you to become a fearless leader that will inspire and motivate your team. Let's check in and see if any of this resonates with you. Here are some symptoms of not living by your values. You're bored and busy at the same time. Small things feel like work. You feel tired, lethargic, and getting out of bed in the morning is hard. When you're living in alignment with your values, things are easy and everything just works. You feel lit up from within and you feel sure of yourself even when scared. Part of the challenge to take action is there's always another approach to everything. Some of the habits and beliefs we pick up on, by the way, are not healthy or helpful to us. I kind of want to demonstrate this a bit to you today so you can understand what this means. So here's a great analogy that I heard in a great workshop earlier this year with the lovely Susie Maguire. Susie sums this up perfectly by helping us visualize the drivers behind us taking action. For example, getting excited about the destination. So if I told you, you just won a trip to the Caribbean, what feelings come up? Can you write down three or four? For example, excited, uh, ooh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, but ooh. <laughs> you know, how you feel when I say you've just won a trip to the Caribbean? But if I told you, you'd just run a trip in a metal tube with recirculated air, screaming children, microwave food, and you need to stay seated, compact position for eight hours, and the end destination is unknown, what feelings come up? Being excited by the destination means you will get through the journey, whatever that looks like. You'll focus on the prize. You might find it fun and even enjoyable, and you might have a terrible experience and hate every second. Some journeys are good and some are bad. There is no way of knowing. But if you want the destination badly enough, you'll take the risk. And with the right mindset and action plan, you can also enjoy the ride. Because you learn to pivot. You learn to 
think fast, you get to iterate, and you get to consistently be curious of new ways of doing things that make it more fun and more enjoyable. And heck, what is the point if it's not that? So the secret to making this a wild, enjoyable ride is actually creating positive habits. This is key to set yourself up for success. But the only way you will consistently show up and stay on course is if you have what Brandon Bruchard calls the four drives. You ready for these? So aliveness, meaning, connection, and growth. They are the four drives. And in this series, Snippets of Genius Series 4, you will find that all of my amazing guests had these drivers. They share their ups and downs, the squiggly careers, everything they did to achieve success. So I really want to unpack that for you now so you can understand that actually how these four drivers show up in any entrepreneurial journey and actually how you can follow these drivers to make this journey more fun, more enjoyable and with more ease. Okay, first up, we have aliveness. So what is it to feel alive? I did use Google a lot for this podcast, so quick search on Google and this definition pops up. To feel more energy, enthusiasm, zest for life, to feel vibrant. So I want to invite you to think back to the last time you felt this way. What were you doing? Who were you with? What was your environment like? As an exercise, I want you to write down and repeat the process. Think of some more examples until you have at least four or more and you can start to see a pattern emerging. If you're really struggling to think back, memory recall, I hear you and I've got you. So reverse engineer this. Start carving out 15 minutes a week to answer the question, what do I want to do more of? Within a month, you will see patterns and those patterns point to where you can focus your efforts to see real results. If you want to dig into this topic a bit more and actually hear someone's experience, if you go to episode five, you'll, you'll hear, in my humble opinion, one of the greatest catalyst stories from Franca Grusbrick. I've pronounced her name wrong. It's Franca Grusbrick, which is the Croatian pronunciation of her last name, which I struggle with a lot, but I say it perfectly in episode five. So please go back there where I say it right, because I still think I haven't got it right. It's really difficult. But from crisis to creativity, she combined her passion and skills to inject fun into her life and work. And she gave off a powerful energy. She got followers. She got people wanting to work with her. She got funding and she built her business from the ground up. I I chatted with them with this idea that I was toying with. But from when the idea became concrete in my head to when I needed to start writing the project, I don't think we spoke about it. So it was just like, you remember that thing I was talking to you about? I'm writing a project and I'm writing your name on, the, on it. <laughs> can you please apply in the system and send me your ID number so I can submit I the project? That. Yeah, making yeah. it happen. Just yeah. guys, get, on in, get involved in this. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'll explain you later, but like, you'll, you'll love it. You'll love it, I promise. I'll explain to you later. Have like, believe in me, have trust in me. Yeah, so that was manic, but I... I love those experiences that, yeah, I just like, that adrenaline rush I get, it's the best thing ever. Making sense of what makes you feel alive is just a big step forward to finding the energy and the determination to take action, to tackle hard things and get where you want to be. Okay, second thing, meaning. Getting into those meaningful pursuits. So let's have a think about 
having the clarity and confidence to make meaningful decisions and learn to trust your decisions. So let's start with clarity. Your ability to decide what's best for you is getting clear in what you want, your values, going back to that, what we talked about at the beginning, and that impact you want to make. For example, stating I want to make money, it's never enough. I mean, having more money in the bank is is nice, looks good when you look at your bank balance, but what are you gonna do with it? Money needs purpose. What will you do with that money? How will the world become a brighter place once you've spent it? What would you spend all day doing if you knew you couldn't fail? I love that question. What would you do? This is what it means for meaningful pursuits. Here's another one. What does the perfect day look like? When you dig deep into these questions, you will find you are honestly asking yourself what you desire. When you have a clear destination in mind, you can be proactive on your journey. The next part of understanding meaning is getting confident. Okay, Building your confidence is something that you will want to do because the more confident you are, the more ease you have, the more fun you have, the more it's just, yeah, I'm just showing up. I'm doing what I'm good at because confidence is key for this. It helps you build your business. It helps you encourage others to work with you. Confidence is key. So some of the things you might want to avoid so that you don't completely destroy your confidence are things like making rushed decisions. When you feel rushed, usually because you're acting out of fear, give yourself some time and space to make an empowered decision. The next one could be caring what other people think. Don't search for approval. This means you are living in fear also. Focus on what makes you feel alive. And I had a brilliant episode. I'm jumping out of this series back into right into series one where the lovely Chloe Markham did a wonderful, wonderful outtake at the end where she talked about, you know, you just got to care less. I would give myself this advice every day now. I'm getting better at it, but holy shit. To my kind of 18-year-old self, care less what other people think of you. Care less what other people think of you. You know, it's still something I I battle with today. Like, am I going to look stupid if I do this? And putting video online was terrifying and I cared a lot what people thought of me. Now, I definitely care less. You know, it's it's everything from running a successful business and really putting yourself out there to, I don't know, wearing a swimsuit when you feel like you're not skinny enough or something to wear a swimsuit, you know? I know a lot of women, we have hang-ups. Wear the fucking swimsuit. Do the thing. Don't worry about what people think of you. Just do it and live your life and find some joy every day. Because that's so important to be able to carve your own path and live the life that you want to live. The next is, you know, Finding your solution is much easier when you do all of these things, when you have this clarity, when you have this confidence. And there's a brilliant quote by Einstein. I'm going to chuck this in there. So um, he's in my corner because he says, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. I love that. That is just is genius. Well, obviously, Einstein is. I think he's right up there. Okay, and if you want to dig deeper into this topic, we're actually you're hearing from one of my genius guests this series, Norris Koppel, oh, founder of Monet's. It is one of the fastest growing fintech startups out there. He has got round to Series C level funding. He's absolutely going to go into IPO, I have no doubt. And he is doing some amazing things. So he had problems accessing finances when he was abroad. And he decided, you know, it shouldn't be this hard. And he was going to do something about it. He started serving the gig economy, the people that are living country to country, day by day, following their passions, doing what they love, wherever the wind blows. 
And he is helping them to do this because he went about building his startup. He had an idea, he had a big, bold vision, and he went out to the market. He had to build up his resilience something unbelievable. A thousand no's he had. A thousand of people saying, no, this idea is not going to go anywhere. When actually he kept going. When, when I started Moniz, I didn't really have the investor network to, to speak of. So basically, I started pretty much from scratch. It it's just seems quite sort of a dumb and uh, quite sort of basic. But basically, I, I had a fellow entrepreneur who put me in touch with a single investor. And that investor put me in touch with other investors. And then I created basically a, a pitch deck with a bold vision. And uh, then I went to, I think, a startup conference or, or two that I met more investors. So that's really how it all started. So it's almost unbelievable how small things like one single contact can really help you to kind of take it to the next level. He made that decision that it was the right decision for him. It's what he wanted to do in the world. It's how he wanted to show up. And he has scaled this now to over, I think it's 36 countries. And it's just amazing. So go check out his show. He really does talk some great sense. What we need to do now is start figuring out how you're going to get a few small wins under your belt. Start building momentum. And here's how you do that. I know it's an old adage and it sounds a bit old school, but it's true. So much is done outside of the office, you know, in terms mm -hmm. of conversations. You, can, you should never, in my opinion, never rebuff a conversation. You never know what's in it. Yeah. You know, whether it's having a, a drink down the bar, whether it's networking at a, at a you know, a, a specific networking event, whether it's catching up with friends who introduce you to other friends who may have an idea, tennis, golf, whatever the sport of your flavour, you know, football in stadia. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, I just love talking to people, as you can probably hear. I haven't really <laughs> taken a breath for 30 seconds. But for me, that is the power of partnership, is being able to converse and engage and hold the floor and just, just show a level of interest, but also yeah. listen. So I guess I, I better do a bit of that now too. <laughs> no, that's perfect. That is absolutely right. Your connections are the fastest way for you to grow and scale. You know, you don't need to be in sales mode to think about this. You do not need to be going out pitching yourself. This is not about that. Making connections is building your network. And that's one of the most valuable things you have. It's an asset to you. Darren Powell is really a standout guest in the show. He's working with MasterCard and he's helped unravel the best kept secrets to powerful partnerships. So he talks about some of the characteristics you need to have as an entrepreneur. He said we all have it in spades. Bless him. Of course we do. But he really defines this really well. And so I'm going to repeat this here. Number one, curiosity. Stay curious in every conversation. Find out how you can help. As a quick tip, spend some time with people who energize you. They're going to help you find options, find solutions you didn't realize you had available to you or were staring you in the face. My guest, Andres Corin, he was brilliant. He actually went and pulled into the support and guidance from those all around him as he made the leap into the startup world from the comfort of a good job. That is never easy. But when you have the desire, the idea that you want to do this, a simple reframe of your thinking will be enough to catapult you into action. Well, I had, I had a colleague at JP Morgan when I was telling everyone I was leaving and he had, he had a great comment and he said that Oh, you tend to regret the things you don't do rather than th the things you do. And I was like, oh, well, actually, that really makes sense. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's exactly how I feel about this, that I feel that you have to weigh up actually which regret is bigger, yeah. the regret of doing something or not doing something, and the frankly, the regret of not doing something or not doing this, making this change in, in my career and in my life, 
was bigger than the regret I found of not doing it. Vulnerability was another one of the traits that Darren mentioned, sharing what you believe, being open and honest. When's the last time you, you turned to a friend and, and honestly said, this is what I believe? Not just this is what I think, this is what I believe. This is like an act of vulnerability to just go to somebody and say, you might not agree with it, you might not be on my side. You know, that takes a certain amount of bravery and vulnerability. Dominic Iverson is another standout guest from this series. Tune into his stories. He convinces his co-founders to move country, leave jobs, leave family, and above all, keep the faith that the business idea is going to work, which, which it's working. He's up to million pound deals. He's doing it. I had to convince him to take the plunge and actually move overseas. So we were, we were all based in London at the time. Uh, and this accelerator program was based in Berlin. Um, oh my goodness. And, <laughs> I didn't know you did that. Yeah, wow. Um, I'm actually in Berlin at the moment. So I, oh. I've been here for ever since that, ever since that accelerator, I've been in, based in Berlin. But it was a real tough challenge. Like he, we all had friends in London. We all had flats in London. Max had this amazing job offer. And I really became very vulnerable. I, I said, like, this means so much to me. I would really want you guys to sort of take the plunge and, and join me in Berlin. But understandably, it's a big sort of life decision. But I think had I not been so vulnerable, had I not been so passionate and almost verging on like aggressively trying to get them to come with me, I think the business would have ended there and then. The final thing is your ability to pivot. Darren highlights this because it's so, so important that you listen and you listen really hard. That's a snippet of genius from Zeta McMillan, who was on my first episode. She's the CEO of Predictive Black. And she talks about how she made some mistakes right in those early days, going into pitches, you know, saying things that, defending her corner, shall we say? <laughs> like, no, this is what I'm doing. Staying fixed, being too proud and missing out on a really big opportunity. So you get a little bit locked in at the very start, weirdly, before you've got any right to. And I think back to some of those early conversations and I'm like, oh, my God, why didn't I just say, yeah, I think we could try that. Why was I so, you know, precious? Where did that come from? Like, who who am I to be that precious about anything? What the hell do I know? So, I, you know, and I'm and I'm very open to going back to people going, oh, my God, thank you so much for the time you gave me. What a cow I must have come across. As. I'm really <laughs> sorry about that, you know, because you just. You just do silly things because you're really proud. There's this moment where you're so proud of what you've built. And it's my first time building a business. I was so proud. I was like, yes, this is marvellous. And then, you know, and it wasn't. It wasn't good enough. Your ability to pivot is your big unlock. So make sure you think about how you can be a little more adaptable, a little more agile. Okay, we're on to the final driver now. And the final driver is growth. I truly believe the only reason people leave jobs is because they stop learning. They stop growing. They stop expanding. You start doing the same shit on a different day. I tell you what, guys, you're at checkout. The sense of momentum and progress as you gather your personal strengths to reach your truest potential is the definition of growth. If you want to check out an amazing episode, it was the the episode from just last week, which was Ben Collins sharing how he co-founded Thingdom, a tech business, when he had no knowledge of tech, but he did have the expertise as a creative marketeer. He found his market, he shared his brilliant idea, and he secured a dream client. I think the whole reason I jumped into an events business without realizing it was an event or, or do these sort of things is because I don't need to be 
the brains behind the core tech that works you know when you build these sort of businesses you are part of a team that know it you know i bought certain skills to and certain attributes to the team so building tech us, was not as well one as of them. the pretty face what were you bringing to the <laughs> It's the market, you know, I, I was there to be able to help, help find the market and be able to, to market it, right? So it was a lot of research into who would want this product and learning the events business and how, who uh-huh. we could talk to about it. As for building the tech, that was not, you know, I was very much at a far just sort of... Yeah, hand that over. Yeah. He's now working on the next big thing because his strength and passion is building businesses. If you take my guest from episode three, Melissa Cash... She bounded around different countries. She had some pretty insane experiences. She also took a number of jobs, but all the way through, she continued to connect and she continued to grow. She built up her resilience. She started thinking about different ways she could pivot. She got job opportunities coming to her left, right and center because she knew the difference she wanted to make in the world. I had lived in the kids space for so long and had never seen anything that beautiful for kids. And I also was just so touched by their idea and what they wanted to do with it. And so, you know, the five of us really banded together and started thinking, like, what could this be? And we ended up realizing, like, it's not just a little app that they're going to make on the weekend, but it's it's a whole company centered around this idea that we want to help raise the next generation of creative thinkers. Melissa is passionate about growth learning and opportunities for children with the art of play. That's why she's become the CEO of Pock Pock. Go and check out her journey. Hear how she felt the fear and she did it anyway, because that, my friend, is also one of the biggest parts of taking action. So to wrap up, the big lessons from this series and the anatomy to taking action is knowing who you are, what your values are, and making sure that you know the difference you want to make in the world. Developing your strategy to make it all happen is going to come so easily to you when you have a clear goal because we are designed to figure things out. We like solving big, hard problems. Knowing your strengths and being able to make valuable connections that are going to continue to help you grow and develop into the person you most want to be is the way for you to build a business you love and a life that you desire. I really hope you enjoyed this series and that you get a chance to learn from every one of my genius guests in series four. This is the final episode, but I'll be back after the summer. And until next time, please help spread the word about what you've learned here today and take a moment to leave a five-star review and share your biggest takeaway. It really helps the show reach more ears. Thanks again for listening. Bye for now. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.